Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter and that is Tara and we are going to talk about the Twilight Zone, the classic Twilight Zone, the original series. This is season one episode 17. It's called The Fever. So full spoilers as always uh, and I suppose the first thing we should point out because the last episode of this we did was The Hitchhiker and there was a lot of jokes being made about Tara not surviving her trip across the country. So uh, I'm happy to say Tara's not dead. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Tara and the pets both it. survived. There was no no, no evil hitchhikers. Uh, well, none that you no. picked up anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. how many hitchhikers did you see? You know what? I only of. saw one couple. One couple. A man and a woman, and that was it. Ah. And I only saw them once. <laughs> That's an interesting. I, I bet they're like into like, killing people as a as a as a pair. Like it's, 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 they're, they're kink. I bet that's what it is. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're okay. going to think we're safer because it's a couple, because it's not just a creepy man. But nah, she's just as sick. And they're going to sell you her organs on I eBay. I think maybe you watch too many horror movies. <laughs> maybe a few too many. Um, but you can find my opinions on horror movies on Screams After Midnight, the horror movie podcast that I do with Tim Vergulish Chow. Uh, we're quite a pair. We're quite a pair. And I love that Tara's camera started flickering between color balances. Like, it was fine. The entire conversation we had before we started recording was fine. And immediately, it did this. She's going to go and shut the uh, the curtain because she knows it's the daylight. No more natural light. That's the problem, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just fine now. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, here we go. Um, Twilight Zone, this is the fever. This episode is about basically a man becoming addicted to a slot machine um a one-armed bandit uh as they're more more commonly known as and it kind of sets up at the start that his wife is happy they're there uh, they've got they've won like a trip to to las vegas for a few days um i was confused though because the guy who was kind of interviewing them at the start to set up all this exposition said they've got unlimited credit and i would have a like that that to me sounds like you've got gambling money we can give you so you can go gamble without spending your own oh i don't think i caught that he says that he says you've got unlimited credit and i was and then they're like fighting over and admittedly if it's money to gamble with it'd be weird if it wasn't limited like i i would get that if they want a yeah. trip it was like oh and we'll give you like a hundred dollars to spend in the casino or you know whatever right right, right. but unlimited like uh, i don't think the episode makes sense if that's true they have to be referring to something else they have to be like maybe you have like unlimited credit to use at the buffet yeah yeah or the snack yeah the snack bar or something yeah sure that makes more sense but it was just it's a weird thing to say when all they're really talking about is being in vegas you know yeah um but oh but yeah so she, she's like rearing to go and they sell very quickly that the husband is like no these are this is a waste of money you don't you know you value your your nickels and your dimes you don't put them in these stupid slots machines and the wife wants to just sneakily puts one out and he gives her this lecture. He's kind of a dick about it. He's like, I'm putting my foot down, damn it. You know, like, I agree to come on this stupid trip, but I'm, I'm going to draw the line at, mo at money being spent. And she doesn't win, and that's kind of fine. And then he's literally grabbed by a drunk guy on the way past. He's going back up to the room, and he's like, hey, here's my last dollar. You put it in there, because I'm not being lucky. He's just being kind of nice and drunk. And he's like, oh, fine. And he puts it in, and he, he you know, cranks the handle and he wins like 10 coins you know he gets 10 coins back i mean yeah. I, i'm not familiar I th they said it was a dollar I, i've never seen currency that looks exactly like this i'm assuming that currency's changed a little bit since 1960 yeah well we still i mean i think you could still get uh 
silver dollars. But they're usually like collectibles. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I know you can still buy half dollars. They're 50 cent coins that are big, but they're not common. Oh, and we have actually we do have a new newer um, dollar coins with the uh, Sacagawea on it. They're gold now. Oh. <laughs> but still, they're not very common. I think uh, I think the Department of Treasury was trying to get that going because coins last a lot longer than paper. Mm -hmm. But uh, it never really caught on. Interestingly, uh, the opposite is kind of true here, where uh, the one pound note is basically a relic that you never see anymore, and mm. it's the one pound coin that everyone uses for a one pound. Now, fives, tens, and twenties, and so on, they're, they're, they're notes, but sure, um, that's just funny how it's kind of went a different way. Um, but yeah, so and so, I mean, it's kind of obvious from the start that he's going to be the one who gets addicted because he's the he's the obvious character to do it with because um, he's so dead set against it. Uh, so sure enough, he starts waking up in the cold sweats in the middle of the night. He's, he, he, he imagines that the, the stack of coins on the table are talking to him. And he's like, you know what, this is devil money. I'm going to go down and put this in the back of the machine so we don't have to deal with it. I, I feel Morally, I feel corrupt using this money. And then, of course, the wave goes down and a lot of the episode is him just writing check after check uh, to get more coins so he can keep trying to get the, the money back out of the machine because he keeps losing. And he's sweating, he's not eating, he's not sleeping. He's been there for 24 hours by the end of the episode. Um, and then the episode has, has, has a quite dark ending, which we'll get to when we get to it. But uh, at this mm -hmm. point, I think it's a good time to say, Tara! West, yes. West Coast Tara. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy the, the fever? No. <laughs> <laughs> this this move has made you cynical. You, you liked every episode up until now. Explain yourself. No, it's not very good. I think it's boring. And I think when the coins are actually talking to him, it's so dumb. And then the ending is just so stupid. <laughs> no, I don't like this one. <laughs> yeah, it's not a very good episode. Um, arguably the weakest episode we've had uh, so I far. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't hate, like, I think the actor is kind of like, He's giving it his best. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he's relatively entertaining, I think. So he, he he it's not a hard to watch episode too much because he's at least entertaining. Like when he's clearly being tempted to go down and spend, you know, and put some money in the machines, he he very much like is trying to like play it off as something else, and he's kind of entertaining, like denying that he, that's what he's doing. He's you know he's like that's fairly amusing. Sure, sure. But there's just a lot of scenes of just the slot machine going and going and going yes. again and then cutting to him sweating and then going back to the slot machine just going however, again. It's boring. <laughs> however, the last few minutes though when the slot machine starts stalking him, <laughs> it's not good. I'm not going to call it good, but I'm not going to it's say that. It's not good. I was definitely laughing though. I was definitely finding some Me entertainment. <laughs> He's talking he was like to watching him. a B movie. Yeah, because what's his name? His name's uh, Franklin Gibbs. So it was like Frank, Frank, and it's Franklin. like Franklin, <laughs> and it's like coming towards him. And it's not really coming towards him because his wife can't see it. It's all in his head. But we have this visual of the yeah, the, the I know, slot but machine. The, the effects that they use of like the just the 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 slot machine on like a. I don't know, like a rollerboard or something, like just being pushed <laughs> towards it. It's kind of like wobbling. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Jordan, it feels like it feels like um, like a really prototype Dalek from Doctor Who. I, I mean, I know you don't like Doctor Who. I'm not even a big fan of Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I've seen I've yeah. seen some of that though. But just in the um, way that it's just this thing that's been it's been rolled towards people. It's meant to be the villain. Yeah. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I, I think the creator of Doctor Who, the creator of the Daleks, I think they watched this episode of Twilight. So like, you know what? There's potential in this. Is the voice this. similar? Well, yeah, because you go, exterminate, exterminate. <laughs> it's, it's not a million miles away. Like, there's definitely some correlation to be had. Franklin. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I can see some parallels. And then the end of the episode's really dark as well, because, uh, it actually makes him dive out the window and he dies. Like he, the character die, like you know, dives to his death. And he, he, yeah, we've seen that before a few times in this episode or I, this show. I did not expect it from this one, though. I didn't either. No, I thought maybe like, uh, like he would be driven crazy. Just the thought. I I, I thought it was going to go somewhere else, like the uh, the slot machine, because it takes his last dollar, but it doesn't work. Mm. Like it won't let him do it one last time for his last dollar so i thought oh the next person's gonna go and it's gonna be the jackpot and that didn't happen yeah to put it out of order and i, I was kind of reading that as maybe like like it's being especially cruel because you'll never know if that last one was going to be the the one right you'll never know if that one was right the, the and winner. that was going to torment him like yeah. and that could be that could be kind of cool to just watch him go insane that way but the whole like daydreaming about the machine actually stalking him <laughs> joe's, joe's funny the voice thing was just so so dumb is this episode was both realistic and also like really unrealistic to me and it says i used to work it wasn't very twilight zone though it, well, it wasn't, wasn't very no. um but yeah. i used to work in a bingo hall and there was slot machines there. there was a few slot machines and there were people who would go to them and they would just keep playing them for days until the until they won and the mm-hmm. jackpot wasn't even that high. It was like a 250 jackpot. But they would literally spend like maybe 400 over the course of like, you know, half a week building <laughs> up to its jackpot. And it's like, you, you've lost money on this. Like You didn't even make your money back. Because at least with him, I'm like, well, if you actually win the 10 grand, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident you haven't actually put 10 grand into it. So you'll be up at least. <laughs> yeah. And I think the I think the episode, the point of the ending was to say that it, he went crazy because not because of the slot machine but because he didn't sleep for 24 hours and that's what made him go crazy well i, I don't know if that's the message i mean that's i think that's the physically what happened but i, I don't okay. know if that's the message per se i'm actually a little conflicted as to what the message of this is because like i say when i saw people do this <laughs> they weren't sweaty and like obsessed they would just keep coming back and they would just you know they just they just swear and moan at themselves as, as they keep wasting money <laughs> on a machine like i mean you could just walk away at a time just walk away at a time. yeah <laughs> so. oh well i mean because he he hears his name being called by the slot machine after he wins that first like four bucks or whatever it is i mean it's it's cool <laughs> and uh i think that's letting you know that there is something that is supernatural about this situation but it's that's the thing. I don't think there is something supernatural. I I think it's all in his head, and it, all it's doing is representing the the temptation of like winning again. It's, that's all it is. It's the yeah. temptation of winning again, and for him, this is like manifesting as you know, Franklin, Franklin. <laughs> you know, I think that's what's manifest as. And honestly, by the end, I don't think there's any like actual Twilight Zone kind of twist to this. Everything that happens is kind of in his head. I did laugh, though, at the end, though, after after the, the, the doctor and the police, which, by the way... Who, here we going. <laughs> right, 
see, see at the end here, like they basically say, okay, everyone go back to bed. Like the stretcher will be here soon to pick him up. Like everyone leaves, including the police officer and the doctor. Like every, no one stays with the body to guard it. Nobody stays. They're just like, okay, show's over. Nothing to see here except everybody goes. <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah, and it's, it's, just... it's like watching a like a amateur play or something. And it's all just so they can have this this like dramatic shot where the camera like you know goes up and we see the slot machine watching over his dead body. <laughs> his gambling obsession killed him. And honestly, I think I'm that, kind of embarrassed for this episode. <laughs> we knew there was going to be bad episodes. I I think what gets me about this one though is that I think they went too hard with him being so anti-gamble at the start because it, it just it was so in your face. Yeah. That, it, that it makes the rest of it even worse because it's like, well, at least if it was someone who was just male attempted and became obsessed, then okay, sure. But yeah, the idea that such a hard turn. The idea that only one per- one drunk person forcing him to play one coin that wasn't even his makes him addicted. As much <laughs> as gambling is addictive, I just it's a stretch, you know. Yeah, it's a stretch. Yeah, this is the reefer madness episode. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of, it kind of is. It kind of. I, I don't think um, shows in the sixties were going to talk about drugs as much, but uh, you know that, that's more of an eighties onwards thing. But sure, th- this was definitely the equivalent for 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 nineteen sixty. I think, and I mean, I'm I, I, I'm convinced there's not going to be worse because at least I still had some stuff I was laughing at. I feel like there's definitely going to be bad yeah. episodes down the line where it's, it's going to be tedious and we're going to sit here and we're going to be like. Oh, this is so miserable. Oh, I must rip off my hair or whatever, my clothes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to do that, I promise. Everyone at home, I, I, I'm not going to do that. I was just... I meant to say pulling my hair out, but I said rip off as if I was going to say clothes and I had to kind of like backpedal and explain why I said that. Uh, I meant rip out hair. And yes, cue your jokes about the hair not needing that ripped out. All right. <laughs> I'm staying out. <laughs> Good. <laughs> If you want, if you want this 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 recording relationship to go smoothly, Tara, you will keep your nose out of that. You look. have very full-bodied head of back hair. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fine. I'm so emasculated <laughs> right now. You, you, you make a point. You make a point. I'm just going over here. Going over here. Commiserating my hair. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good you've got the look yeah, look. <laughs> well oh my god i'm gorgeous um that was the third rock from the sun reference for anyone um but no i i was not expecting you to further uh caress my ego i was i was more actually expecting you to go to a new point <laughs> but i'll take it i'll take it I'll, I'll take the 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 pity it's fine um anyway so I'm not ready for this show to be over yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've got several seasons. To- you know, there's been a few comments here or there saying we should do the other, uh, like the 80s show and the, the, the 2000 show. And I'm like, absolutely. And when we finish this, this one... It's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah, when we finish this one, we'll go into the 80s one. I think some people are suggesting that we do them in like parallel. And I'm like, no. <laughs> we'll get to them. <laughs> we'll get to them. Yeah. And going parallel with the uh, the new release of the Twilight Zone really didn't help it at all. So no, it didn't. No, that, that just it just made the new one worse. Um, so we'll do that. Emphasize Tara's actually catching up on something else that she's going to be doing on a weekly basis. So 
I, I feel like let's not add a second Twilight Zone on top of everything uh, to the mix. Um, let's just say if you've been, uh, you know, wondering where Babylon 5 episodes are, soon they'll be on a weekly schedule and soon it won't just be me. Or Tower's, yeah. or Tower's just going to replace me. I've been me. told that I should watch it, so yeah, I'm catching up. Yeah, <laughs> catching up to where I am for reviews, not <laughs> like in general. I'm catching. I'm just going to watch the whole thing, and then we'll start talking about <laughs> it. Um, but oh, I was going to make a point. Oh yeah, I was going. Well, to... I have plenty to say as a as a Star Trek expert, and I'll say. Star Trek Deep Space Nine expert. Specifically, <laughs> I think yes. I have a lot to say about Babylon. Yes, yeah, I've had the odd comment sent my way about the first six episodes. So I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> so don't don't worry. The first episode we do of that together, I'll I'll ask for a kind of a what did you think of the first X number of episodes, just in a brief fashion. Um, the first season. <laughs> yes, first season. Yes. Um, that said, though, I've got such a busy TV schedule for the next like month, the chances of me getting any more Babylon 5 done before like late July is pretty mm-hmm. slim. So yeah, um, you 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 might actually make it up to my point before I hit season two. Oh, okay. There's a very good chance of that, honestly. Um, although the fun thing about starting with season two would be that because the, the the lead character actually changes in start of season two. Um. So, oh, yeah. so I, I could just leave the show and you could just review Babylon 5 on your own and it'd be like a joke because the main character swapped. <laughs> I think Tower's ready for solo review content. What about everyone else in the comments? Oh yeah, I can handle it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how about I just go off camera for a second and see if Tower can handle uh, starting the outro and stuff on our own. I think I think we definitely should at least outro this episode. <laughs> I think we're done talking about well, it. I mean, yeah, we've been done for like five minutes. So there's nothing There's nothing else I really want to say about it. Um, <laughs> it's kind of stupid. I will say at one point in the casino scenes, you know, where all the slot machines are, uh, at one point I could swear that uh, Rod Serling had a cameo where he walked past. Um, however, oh, really? However, I, I actually think I'm mistaken. I think it's just because every man in the scene in the background all wore the exact same suit. suit and all had the same <laughs> short, dark hair and you know what can i say <laughs> men from the 60s were just very uh uniform they were yeah um so i, I don't think he actually was uh, we should talk about uh the tease for next week though uh which we always do at the end um so i mentioned the plane and i, mm-hmm. I think even world war Two specifically uh it's called, i think world war one was it world war one does he say 1917 uh, maybe he did. I, I, I obviously I didn't catch the year that he said, but you may be right. Yeah, um, but it's called the last flight, and oh, I'm liking the sound of this one actually. A world, yeah, it's World War One. A World War One British fighter pilot lands at an American Air Force base in France, forty-two years into the future. Ooh, that sounds awfully similar to a movie we watched recently. Yeah, it, it's a it's a reverse uh, final countdown. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was actually, I was thinking this. I'm surprised we never brought this up during that final countdown review, but there's actually mm. an episode of Star Trek in season one of the original series, which oh. <laughs> is very similar, actually, where they end up in present day and there's like, you know, present day fighter, like an Air Force people, like sort of like questioning Kirk and that around the base. And I was like, why did we, how did we not bring that? How did Tara not bring that up when we talked about final You're countdown? You're right. Shame on me. I know. Shame. <laughs> Absolute shame. Um, after I called myself a Star Trek expert, uh. that was literally like two minutes ago as well. I'm so ashamed. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully next week's is a step up from uh, the the uh, the fever. <laughs> I've got a fever. Uh, Tara. Yes. Uh, outro the show, please. No. Uh, come on, come on, outro come the on, show. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna let that. Go. I'm just gonna let that go. I'm gonna crack any jokes. I'm gonna crack any jokes. Okay, that has been our discussion of the Twilight Zone uh, episode 17 of season one. We'll be back next week with the next one. Uh, let us know what you thought of the the show in the comments below. You can like and subscribe. You can also uh, check out the new podcast feed for the show. Now it is behind. It's not caught up with us yet. Uh, I'll be putting a couple two or three up per week until it's caught up with the the videos on YouTube. But there is an audio feed uh, which is titled "Fuzz in the Zone." So if you, I mean, if you search Mail Fuzz TV, everything, every feed we have should pop up in your your uh, podcast apps. But uh, if you want to be specific, it's Fuzz in the Zone for for this one. Uh, so you can check out our audio feed and reviews on that, and more people might find us because of that. But if you want to support us financially, Tara, at least do this part. <laughs> oh sure, you can go to our Patreon. It's patreoncom TV. You can donate as low as a dollar per month. With that dollar, you get um, Twilight Zone reviews early. And you get some other content early and additional shows, bonus content, like the ones uh, we do for the Ace, our science fiction podcast we mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, check it out. I was good. I was good up until towards the end. You lost a little bit of steam <laughs> towards the end. A little bit <laughs> flustered. A little bit flustered. Yeah. Can I be jet lagged if I traveled by car? <laughs> um... I mean, the sleeping schedule is a little bit different. So, uh, in essence, kind of. <laughs> a bit. I'll blame it on that. Yeah, blame it on that. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, so go, go to Patreon. Uh, if I'm going to promote other content, obviously Tara mentioned the Atomic Cinema Experiment, the Ace or Sci-Fi Movie Podcast, uh, and I mentioned the streams after a minute earlier. Uh, I will throw in here um, the Star Trek reviews. Since we mentioned Star Trek already, me and Connor are working our way through Star Trek. Uh, we did all the original series. We actually just finished the Next Generation season one, so we're taking a little bit of time off. We're taking about a month off before we start season two. Uh, although we will have our top five episodes of season one at some point in that gap, uh, so you can check out those. But yeah, so if you if you want like proof that we commit ourselves to actually working through all these big shows and actually sticking with it and not letting them fall behind, and I, I realize it's been real since the last episode of Babylon. 5. I'm aware. I'm working on it and soon it's going to be, and I promise when it's me and Tara doing it as a pair, it will be weekly. It will be a weekly show uh, that we do. I'll get back on track. Tara, Tara's coming to save it, basically, is what I'm saying. Yes. Um, <laughs> but that is us. So, thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. And keep watching TV Guys and Twilight Zone. <laughs>